Welcome to Find Your Still Point, a podcast for busy people looking to feel calm in the midst of the chaos of life. I'm your host, Jessica King. I'm a therapist, yoga teacher, wife, mother, business owner, and entrepreneur. I know busy, and I know what it feels like to let busy rule your life. I've spent my career learning ways to cultivate presence and contentment. And you know what? I'm still working on it. I want to share the humanness of this practice and encourage you to embrace all the perfectly imperfect parts just as they show up. In this podcast, I will talk about the challenges we all face while trying to find presence, teach practical skills to reduce stress, and I hope I just keep it real with you guys because life is hard. But as they say, we can do hard things. I infuse modern evidence-based psychotherapy with yoga philosophy and a little touch of neuroscience nerdiness into my style of teaching because I believe when we know more, we do better. I'm here to give you glimpses into my own journey in hopes that somewhere in the mess of it all, you find inspiration to get present with the life that you're living and find your own still point. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Today's episode will be a little shorter because I want to talk about a really simple but amazingly effective tool that I've incorporated into my life. I call it my three things, but it's not totally mine. I actually got this idea from listening to the podcast Living Well, which is hosted by Forrest Hansen and Dr. Rick Hansen. I highly recommend this podcast for anyone who's interested in mental health and the neuroscience behind how it works. I love this podcast. It is one of my go-tos on all of my walks because I get so much out of it. So um, it was an episode that actually Forrest Hansen was the interviewer in this episode on productivity. They, um, he was interviewing Chris Bailey, who is the author of some productivity books. He also has his own podcast and a really interesting and informative website. I will list all these resources in the show notes because Uh, You want to take a look at those. You'll get way more information than you will from me today. And I also just like to give credit where credit is due. Um, You know, part of my work as a teacher is that I do learn and absorb information from others. And oftentimes this information gets interwoven with other things that I know, and they become very unique practices and original information from me. However, when I know where I've learned something and I know others would benefit from that that body of knowledge and that learning, I really want to point you in that direction. So go check out the show notes, check out this episode, learn more about this because it's super interesting. But anyway, this practice came after I listened to the podcast because Chris, among some other brilliant and inspiring things, stated that we can really only hold three unique things in our mind at a time. So you may say that you can hold more, Um, you know, like your phone number or social security number, but all of those things are really alike items. The three things, three unique, distinct, separate items, we can do that really well. So let me tell you how this plays out normally in my life and see if you might um, have a life that resembles some of this. I have a whole list of things to do. 
And you guys probably know the kind. It's like a notebook page of to-dos, ranging from grocery shopping to getting my car washed to taxes to clinical notes for work to um, shuttling children around and what times their activities are. And these are all of the to-dos, not the shouldas. And you know, you know those. I should be taking better care of my skin. I should call my mom. <laughs> I should. That's a whole other episode. That's a whole other cognitive process that leads to different kind of feelings. And we may talk about that at some other time. But what I'm talking about is the actual to-do list. The things that you have that have to get done by someone. And when you're a busy person, that list can be really long. What was happening for me is I would look at the list and just commit to tackling it with no real plan in mind. I mean, I'd already made the list, right? So just follow it. Um, But this would look like, you know, me throwing in a load of laundry while I online ordered my groceries, but also answered my work calls, um, maybe checking email in between. I would just find myself bouncing around to all the tasks, you know, and feeling really good about myself, you know, about multitasking. But the truth is none of us can really multitask. Some of us are better at allocating our attention to multiple things at once. I'm raising my hand here. I, I, I will say I can do that. But typically we have to divide our attention even when we can do that well. And so we aren't doing each task as well or as productively as if we were mindful of each task. If we truly practice mindfulness, paying attention to one thing at a time in this moment, we are more productive. I know this. I teach this. I am a meditation teacher and a mindfulness-based therapist for goodness sakes. I really know this in my head and in my brain, but I wasn't always practicing it. This skill of doing my three things has completely been a game changer. Because once I started to break down what was truly doable and really important into just three things a day, something shifted. Now I catch myself doing a task that wasn't on my three things for the day, and it redirects my attention to what I had already set my intention to be for the day. It makes me realize I'm off of that intention, and I mindfully come back to the task that I need to accomplish. And by the end of the day, when I reflect back, I feel successful because I've completed my three things, typically because I've been mindful and intentional about it, and because it's only three things, not 303 things. And I'm also doing a better job at each of these. And I'm having more time for things in my life that matter outside of those three things. And in the end, I just feel more productive. It seems crazy, because it seems like I'm doing less, but it is really giving me, given me so much more. Things are getting done, guys. So this is a personal story about a huge shift in thinking, which shifted the way I feel about my to-do list. I don't dread it because I know I get to choose what's on it and I can be successful with it. Feeling productive and accomplished is a feedback loop, and it propels us with more energy for doing the task in your life that you really want to get done. 
but it also allows for compassion and for the things that you just want more of in your life. Mm. So my three things has made space for me, and I want you to feel space too. So today I will guide you with some spacious breathing, a little bit of grounding, and a journal prompt for you to start your own process with my three things. So grab a sheet of paper or journal, find a quiet space, and let's practice together. Once you have found a quiet space to be, just start to arrive. Feel the surface underneath you. Maybe feel the air or the clothing on your skin. Notice your surroundings. Let your eyes just find places of light or texture that are pleasing or bring you joy. As you arrive in this moment, notice the anchor that holds you here is your breath. Feeling the natural rhythm of your breath, how it doesn't need conscious control, but as you bring your consciousness to it, it begins to deepen. Maybe make a little bit more space for that breath, drawing the breath down into the belly. And with each breath out, Finding a release, creating more space in the body and in the mind. For a few rounds, focus on the spaciousness of your breath in your body. Maybe it's the way you feel it in the chest, in the ribs, in the belly. Or can you sense the energy of that breath being sent out into the limbs of your body, out into every organ, into every cell? And as you breathe, this life force energy being pumped through you, bringing space, and calm. And as you have all the time in the world to spend here, you may want to spend more time in grounding or more time in spacious breathing. Or you can bring your attention back into cognitive awareness. And for a moment, just reflect in this moment for today, what are three specific things that can be accomplished if I apply mindful awareness to how I spend 
the time of my day. For today, what are three specific things that can be accomplished if I apply mindful awareness to how I spend the time of my day? And again, spending as much time as you need with this prompt, with this breath work, with this grounding and stillness. You have all the time in the world. Take it. And enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. Namaste. Well, I hope this practice and this information helps you feel more accomplished and better able to handle the enormous task of living and being human that we all have to face. We have so much to juggle, and it is not without strategies like my three things, as well as the support of my community and very specific people in my life that I'm able to navigate these crazy waters. Sometimes that support is community-based, you know, think yoga class, the gym, social clubs and groups. And sometimes I need extra support from therapists, coaches, and mentors. If you feel like the support of another individual would help you right now, reach out with me to schedule a consultation to see if I could be a good fit to help you. And I'm pretty sure that even if I'm not, I can help connect you with someone who can help. We are all walking this path. And I am so glad that I get to do this together with you and some other amazing people along the way. Be good to yourself, friends. And as always, be well.